Time Ludacris. Oh, was yeah. some, those were some of the best albums. I agree. I'm still not going to see Fast 10. I will. Will you? You can make 15 of them, 20 yeah. of them, I'll go see them. Yeah, Fast in Space. It's the right. Fast you, in Hell. You just have to get more crazy, so just get more crazy. You yeah. go to this movie knowing it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. You go to a superhero movie, any of the Marvel movies, stuff's going to blow up, people are going to fly, it's superheroes. I, I go in knowing what it is. My, this is what my, my wife says. It's like, Guardians of the Galaxy also is different than like all of these. I can't. I want to go see it, haven't seen it. She's like, I don't care. Yeah. I've, they're all the same. I'm like, but they're fun. She's like, yeah, but they're all the same. I'm like, that's okay. Will Ferrell's the same character in like every movie, and he's still funny to me. Yeah. I, I don't care. Yeah. I'm not a movie critic. Like, I don't need that much. But yeah, Fast 10, Burlow, come on, man. Stuff's going to blow. You know what? They always top at least one stunt. So maybe they actually will fling a car into space or something this time. Maybe. Bur Burlow, are you uh, like an artsy movie kind of guy? No, I am, I'm not an artsy movie kind of guy. I'm just I over am. the Fast and Furious. He I loves The Shape of Water. Yeah. Did you watch The Shape of Water? He loved it. He loves the art to it. We did, we did this with PJ and Nick uh, one night when, <laughs> when you and Trista were off. He had never seen Con Air, which I just thought was insane. But he's also, like, never seen any movie. Burla, what's your favorite movie again all time? Baby Driver. Yeah, that's a good movie, but that's yeah. kind of, like, a weird, like, favorite movie of all it time. It is a strange favorite movie. I it also like Inception, I but just they're very 1A, 1B. Hi, they're a Christopher Nolan guy. I could too. probably top all you guys on, like, the most random favorite movie. Was it a comedy? No. No, I put comedies in like a separate category. Is it you know? Flubber with Robin Williams? I that was a great movie. Flubber. That was awesome. Is no. it? Uh, I, you'll I, you'll I never guess Shawshank. it. No, Shawshank, everybody says Shawshank. And I love Shawshank. I was going to say, that's why I'm just going to be Yeah, it can't be. be. No. Yeah. The yeah. Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I love that movie. That's your favorite movie? It's one of, it's, it's, look, it's I have different too. categories, but it's a great, because it's, it's a unique movie. Yeah. And I just like the overall, I just like the premise of it. Like, this is a guy that turns his, like, changes his life. Yeah. Goes out and expands his world. Plus, it's just shot, it, it's like, it's in, what, Greenland? Yeah. Or Iceland? And it's just, Same thing. yeah, well, no, actually very different, <laughs> but there's a story behind that. Same the way thing. they change the names, it's the opposite. But I just, there's something about it. Ben Stiller is great, and it's just, and people are just like, that's your, I'm like, yeah, but it's a good movie. Yeah, it is, but it's. So if it's a good movie, what's wrong with it being your favorite if it's something unique? Shawshank's great. Everybody loves Shawshank. It's one of my favorites, too. Plus, so is Bad Boys 2. I love Bad Boys 2. Great movie. Bad Boys 3 was just okay. They're doing a 4 now, too. Also, it's your... See, this is the thing. It's your favorite. That's why... Right. I, I never understand why when you say, like, this is my favorite movie or he, this guy's my favorite pro athlete, Tony Kukoc. That's yep. why we get all the Tony Kukoc references. People are always <laughs> like, that's, that's your favorite athlete? You grew up watching Michael Jordan and you preferred Kukoc? Absolutely, because it's your favorite. You know what most people are? They're echo chambers and sheep. See, and they're not going to have their own opinion. That's why and, you get those types of responses. But that's why I hate when people ask me my favorite movie, because it's everybody's favorite movie. I like The Godfather too. I like Goodfellas. I like The Departed. I'm a big Scorsese guy, yep. and I love uh, mob movies. Like, Sopranos is my favorite show. I've rewatched The Sopranos. More times than I've seen the Dave Matthews Band, which if you missed the uh, first hour of the show, of course, check out the podcast, BetMGM Tonight, wherever you find your podcast, but also 37 times, it's and we're bringing wild. my son. We're actually, we're bringing my son. He's nine years old. My it, would this like, be his first? This will be his first concert. Right, we're going right. to bring him to the Chili Peppers. It was here at Nats Park, and I was like, you know what? Probably not the crowd. Uh, it's funny, though, because like my wife, she hasn't seen Dave probably since 2006, so when she thinks Dave Matthews, she thinks like us in high school or yeah. early on college yeah. when we yeah. all just pretty much went to sit on the lawn and smoke pot. Yeah. She's like, well, can Nathan go to Dave? And I'm like, Dave is pushing like 60. Yeah. So I'm pretty yeah. sure that he'll be okay. We're I've not seen him once. And every I've seen him once. It was great. Yeah. But like 37 like, I didn't bring him is a lot. to the weekend at, at yeah. FedEx. Oh, yeah. but, but I'll bring him <laughs> the to The weekend Dave puts Matthews. on a hell of a show. Oh, I was there. Oh, man. I sat in the fourth row. Oh, I paid man. $575. On and worth every day. penny. Worth every penny. Wasn't and I went it? by myself because I didn't know anybody at the time. I tried to 
um, make some friends before I went with our co-host. I invited Trista. She didn't want to go, but it was it was one of the best concert I've. It was awesome. He had fire around the stage. I'm a yeah. big fan of the weekend. He does a lot. He did that at um. Well, now it's Capital One Arena where the Wizards and Capitals play. Yeah, I, I did see that, and it's yeah. like and it's yeah, it's fire. It's big. It's yeah. just a big show. Yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, it's there's awesome. nothing wrong with that. He I'm, actually changed his name though. He's no longer the weekend. I don't know if you know this. Are you serious? Yeah, he doesn't want to be the weekend anymore. What is it? Is this a joke? I see. No, you he just went back to like his regular name. No, I'm only smirking because for some reason, like Siri, like whenever sometimes I look, oh yeah, she'll just start typing. The weekend my, isn't going to be the weekend anymore. Yeah, he's just going back to his regular. I name. I didn't hear this. Yeah, there's like a whole uh, article on it. He's uh, he wants to kill the weekend after his next album. Hmm. This next album is going to be the oh, last yeah, quiz album. of the week. What's the weekend's next name? Will the Idol remake yeah. the weekend? Will it, oh, all right. Well, that show. Oh, he's got a new show coming out on HBO. It begins in June. In the reviews, I, they've had to rewrite it like four times. It's a really weird uh, show. It's really weird. Like, have you watched uh, Euphoria yet? I wa- my wife loves it. I watched I a few too. episodes. I do too. There's a certain point though where then I'm just like. Man, these kids are just so messed and up. I can't thing. keep and, watching And they're these. not kids. Right. Like, they're not really. And it, it's, just, it's a lot. I, I always would, I would get a kick out of that, like, growing up when it was, like, Beverly Hills 90210 and Jason Priestley and Luke Perry were, like, 35. Or one. remember One Tree Hill? I actually watched that because they were on, like, the basketball team. But Chad Michael Murray was, like, 35 years old, and he was playing a 17-year-old right, right. kid. That's, it's, I love that. You see that all you the time. You watch stuff on Netflix, and, like, there's, like, 40-year-olds playing high school yeah, kids. And, you're like, <laughs> and then you see, like, real high school it's kids. Tough. It's Steve athletes. Buscemi. Yeah. Hello there, fellow students or fellow kids. Hello, whatever. fellow kids. Hello, fellow yeah. kids. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what it is. all that I could think of. That's what it is. Uh, before puck drops as well, Burlo, are, we, are you on the uh, – are you stars or nights? I'm nights tonight. Back. I'm all nights tonight. Good. I'm all nights tonight, too. I, yes. I, I always go with the Vegas Golden Knights if they're at home in game yep. one. And also, this is a game that I really like Jack Eichel in because he started to actually show playoff Jack Eichel for the first time. Yeah. Nine points in six games against Edmonton. He's going to pop off tonight. I have him scoring a goal, and I have Vegas winning. I do like the Stars in the series, but I like Vegas tonight. Okay. I like, again, I'm going to refresh here really quick. Under in hoops. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, over 21.5 points, rebounds, and assists. In hockey, it makes way too much sense to take the Golden Knights. They have scored 41 playoff goals. Nine in the last two games. And they've actually stepped up defensively. They've only given up 33 goals. All that tells me Dallas wins tonight. Do so factor. It's yeah. a do factor. I took them at plus 120. I'm going to go with the Stars. I like the over in this game, uh, but I didn't play the total. I'm going to go with Dallas. Burlow told me you can't take Dallas, so that tells me i got to take Dallas. Yep. Just daring them to do it. I did not take a total in, in either game, and it's I'm not touching smart. totals in Celtics heat, probably I think, smart. this entire series. No, no, I think the I'm under. I'm too, cons- too nervous. I think the under tonight <laughs> is the best bet of the playoffs. Yeah. I think Malcolm Brogdon, best bet of the playoffs, 21 and a half points. We got lucky with the assist. under last night. You're doing it two week, two days in a row. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. We're good. And I love Bam over 17 and a half yep. points. It's minus 120, but I think he goes off for at least 20. Yeah, I've got over 20, 20 and a half points in assists. I mean, he's averaging almost 28 yeah, like in that. games against Boston this year. Yeah, I like that. And they're giving him chances. He's kicking it out. They're getting him in the post. He's getting opportunities there. Uh, Marcus Smott over nine and a half rebounds and assists, too. I mean, he had 10 in the first half of that game alone. Look, he's not going to be that much of a facilitator. Yeah. But I really do hope, and I think they will. Like, you see that that worked. Get him back in the role that was already there for them in game one. That, that's, that's where Marcus Smart needs to be contributing, not taking five threes in the fourth quarter. Can I talk you into some Jason Tatum props tonight now that he's wearing a humbly shirt? I, I did see that. I do have a parlay of Jason Tatum and J- Jason Tatum 25-plus points and Jalen Brown 2-plus threes at plus 140. It's not a huge number. So I do. I am on Jason Tatum. 
But his, I think his points are 28 and a half. Yeah, 28 and a half. Yeah. I like the 25 in case there's just a little bit of like too much Jalen Brown in this. See, here's my problem, it man. Gave me a little cushion. Jalen Brown, 24 and a half points to the over, minus 125. Tatum over 29 and a half, minus 125. So I'd like to just take a shot with both of them. I could see them both going off in this mm-hmm. game, but I'm not laying minus 125 juice for them both to go over their points. Right. Like, who would you. Ah, I think Tatum's going to have a big game. I do. I think he's going to go off tonight. But, I like the rebounds. And a half. I, I like I the, rebounds the rebounds, too. Yeah. Um, he's actually, I mean, he's had monster rebounding numbers. Yeah, I like the rebounds. I also kind of like, well, I like Jalen Brown's rebounds at 5.5. They bumped it up to 6.5. It's plus money, plus 105. It's minus 145 to the under. I mean, I'm paying him. Yeah, I'm good on all that. Yeah. I mean, the, again, the only, like, price that I really hate that I just decided to take. I mean, Jalen Brown over two and a half turnovers, minus 160. That's a lot. I don't usually take that. So I, I know exactly what you mean. Like, I don't want to pay even that price, but this is kind of just like a maybe this will be my, my insurance in case it's not a good night. Yeah. And it just makes you it's more of just like a mental thing. I feel good if that at least hits. I'm not a parlays guy, and I especially hate when something's already built because it just always seems too good to be true. But I'm looking at the price for the Lions boost on BetMGM right now, and it was plus 130, and it bumped up to plus 290. All right, Jimmy Butler... To score 25 points seems doable. Mm-hmm. Bam, 15 points only. And the heat to cover the 8.5 is plus 290. That's the Lions boost tonight. So Jimmy, 25 Wish you got points. the 9.5 and not the 8.5, though. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah I, I I, mean, the Bam, 15 points. And I just... I love the Bam, 15 points. Yeah. I don't know about Jimmy tonight. As crazy as that sounds, I could see this maybe being... A, they, dude, they shot over 50% from three. You could get... Let's say you get 22... I hate this Heat team because I know. everything I know about it's, basketball the last 30 years... It doesn't years make sense. They don't, they the don't make sense, and that's what makes them so frustrating. You can get... And maybe this is one of those, all right, Jimmy Butler gets you 22. You get 17 and 10 from Bam. But Gabe Vincent gets you 16 points, and Max Strews... Because they have guys that can thing, go man. out and shoot the basketball, and yeah. Kyle Lowry's actually played pretty well. Yeah. Like, maybe it's a Kyle Lowry. So that's the scary thing about them. You have at least... Like, that's what's great about the Lakers-Nuggets series for the most part. LeBron, yeah. actually, LeBron's been predictable because he's been bad in the fourth quarter. Anthony Davis clearly wasn't as good game two as he was game one, but game one was a 40-point game. So you get, there's at least more of the, what makes the NFL so easy, easy not easy, but easier to bet, is that you get more consistency from a lot of players, a lot of teams. Like, stuff makes sense for the most part. Yeah, because they play once a week. Right. Yeah. In the NBA, it's already hard enough game to game the Nuggets are at least kind of as close as you can get to an NFL bet where you're getting the same consistency from everybody game after game. I thought Jamal Murray was going to let me down. Yeah. And then he goes off in the fourth quarter with his Murray flurry. So yeah. you're still getting what you expect from that. This Boston Heat series is where I'm a little bit more conservative and I'm really, really concerned about what the Heat are going to bring United and Night out because you have different guys that can knock down shots or completely disappear. And you know what scares the crap out of me about the Heat is just like how buttoned up they are. Like we mm-hmm. see it after the game, it's kind of almost like scary zombie robot like. They have the same hands. Zombie shake. Heat. They're like, yep. it's like, a, like I, I think I said it best last night. They're like a service academy team. Everybody has their role. Everything's <laughs> so buttoned up. After the and game, they discipline. all have the same handshake. They walk off the floor, they don't celebrate, yep. they don't smile. Yep. And they all love each other. Again, now, I've been following Jimmy Butler on Instagram, but, like, he posts all the time about, like, Kyle Lowry. They love each other in that locker room. Everybody has a role. They'll get on each other, though, at the same time. Whereas, I'm not saying, like, the Celtics don't have great team chemistry. They do. But it's not as buttoned up as Miami. And it all comes down to coaching Mm -hmm. as we see the start of this game. We're getting set for the tip-off. And uh, I'm just hoping for a good game. I have nothing on the side. Under for me. 
Brogdon for me over uh, 21 and a half points, rebounds, and assists, and hopefully Bam could go off for 20. That's it. That's it for me in this one. But I might be looking for some live betting opportunities, especially if Miami. What I'm rooting for tonight is Miami to go up big or at least like have a five, six-point lead. I want to get Boston tonight at an affordable price, like four and a half or five. Yeah. Because I think the numbers should be six. The numbers gotten inflated because it's game two. They're the perfect zigzag team where, you know, they'll drop one game, they'll come back, and then win the next one by 30. But the problem is, man, like, yeah, they've done that so far in the playoffs the last two years, but not against a team like Miami. And, like, Miami took them to seven last year. I would argue this Miami team might even be better than last year, as crazy as that sounds. One of the one of the most bet props, Marcus Smart, first basket of the game, 10-1. to 1. Marcus Smart just scored the first basket. So anybody that had that, congratulations. The public wins, too. There you go. The public wins, the too. The public does win. But would you kind of, like, we could talk about this, but so with the Heat last season, right? Pretty much the same roster, except for P.J. Tucker's gone and Tyler Hero's obviously injured. Yep. But I feel like everybody kind of got better. Like, gave Vincent's a better player this year, at least in the playoffs. Well, it's more, they're more experienced, and that's, that's what's made this team so intriguing. And it's not even just this one, but it's where they had, like, Tyler Johnson before and some of those yeah. other random guys that actually got pretty big deals with them. They find, you know, Duncan Robinson was kind of part of that generation, too. They find these guys that are undrafted or just unheralded players and they fit into the Heat culture, similar to the Patriots' way back in their prime. And it's either you're in or you're out, one or the other. That's why they look like the zombie Heat. That's why they look like a team that's just completely buttoned up like a service academy and disciplined. It yeah. works, and it all clicks where you can have players working hard in the offseason, and they just they get better. You got good coaching. You got It's not just head coaching. I mean, it's your entire coaching staff all the way down. These guys work in the offseason. They have a roster that's built with a lot of players that have something to prove. Yeah. Gabe Vincent at the free throw line now, great example. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the many players that has something to prove, that got to this team, that didn't think he had a chance, and now has a starting role and a legitimate role on you can really a title contending team because the Heat are three wins away from yeah. going to the NBA Finals. You could call them a title contender right now. Yeah, for sure. And I was only like half joking last night when I said they were kind of just like, you know, playing dead all season long and kind of hustling. <laughs> playing teams. possum. They weren't doing that. The possum heat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they weren't doing that. But at the same time, I do think that they kind of realized the last three, four years with the same roster other than, you know, P.J. Tucker is the regular season means nothing. You just have to get into the dance. You have to get to the playoffs. And they've done that. And it's the same roster. And, uh. Yeah, and they're not going anywhere as they take a 7-2 to lead as Max Struess. Oh, God. It's a wide-open three. And here they go. 10.30 to go in the first quarter, and they got a five-point lead. It's obviously early, but, yeah, this is a team that's just not afraid of the moment. That's what scares me about betting against mm-hmm. the Heat, you know, especially at a big price like this, is they don't get blown yeah. out in the playoffs. They play hard every single night. Because my take would be, like, if you want to grab the points with Boston, what I was talking about earlier is if they go down big in the first half, maybe they wave the white flag, sit Jimmy, sit Bam, because then you go back for uh, game three back at home. You want to take that one, but that's just not how they're built. Yeah, Kevin Love bullying Jason Tatum inside. <laughs> it's just like... It, that, I want to see that all night. It just, it just doesn't make sense, yet it's, yet it's happening. So, here we are. Heat up 7-2 on Boston. Very early. 9.56 to play in this one.